SRN Survival Radio Network. Mm-hmm. So 
I need to eat like more spinach, things that pertain or broccoli, things mm-hmm. that have iron. Mm-hmm. Because um, I didn't know when I went to get a physical last year. She was like, "Your iron is extremely low." I really? Like, that's why I was tired a lot. Oh. Remember, like, did you ever? Use I remember that. Yeah, my iron was oh. low, so she had to put me on a supplement, which is go either go get over the counter mm-hmm. get some iron. I never put two and two together because right. I always had. Two heavy days. Mm-hmm. And they tell you that, though, about vitamin deficiency. Mm-hmm. That many of us do have yep. vitamin deficiency. So I think and learning those things. Iron is a big one in the African-American community. Really? Mm-hmm. My dad always told me that. That and um, we don't get enough magnesium. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I don't believe that. I have to be more cognizant of that. I think one of the other interesting things that came out of that discussion was um, how, especially when you just brought up how um, Jay talked about her anxiety and not mm-hmm. wanting to go back to um, her overweight self. I think those, some of those lessons can be applied to other areas in our lives. What if, you know, any challenges that we experience, if we remember that. So I remember what it feels like. Let's just take something unrelated. You know, you remember what it felt like to not have, I don't know, money. Mm-hmm. So that can motivate you now to work harder because I don't want to experience poverty. Let's mm-hmm. say you grew up, you know, in a in a impoverished state. So I don't want to experience that type of poverty anymore. So it becomes your source of motivation. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are a lot of successful people who that is their that is their source of uh, of motivation. So I think sometimes especially when it comes to life challenges that we have to take those lessons and apply them to other areas of our lives. And I think Jay, you know, bringing up how she stays motivated. She stays motivated is one of those ways that that can actually be applied. And her number one reason is she wants to live. Yes, I when I tell you that I love that was a great takeaway. I mean, that's for me. simple. Yes, yes, and it's a great reason, and it helps you put value on on your life. And we talk about self worth, and a lot of times we we speak of worth outside of ourselves. So what valuables do we have? What assets do we have? You know, our quality of life. What's our why? Right. But just realizing that you alone, just you as a person, you matter. My life matters. You know, there is a plan for my life. God has purpose for my life. And I have to be healthy in order to fulfill that purpose. Right. Right. So coming to that realization, I think is very important because I know even for me, I will be honest and say a lot of the reasons that I wanted to lose weight was for vanity, mm-hmm. you know, because I want to look good in my clothes. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with mm-hmm. wanting to do it because you want to look good, but I think you need a little more than that. Mm-hmm. And to know that I need to do it because I want to live, I think that's that's life changing for me personally. I, I thought it was too. I mean, it was so simple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's right. Because we all want, we all know we are here temporarily, but uh-huh. while we are here, yeah. let's make the best out of it. So instead of consuming everything that we know, mm-hmm. yeah. Consuming, yeah. let's change our mindset. And so that uh, that triggered. And she even gave us that tip of finding new ways to celebrate. Right. Because, and I don't think it's just us. I think it's, it's, I think it's actually ingrained in American society. It's a part of our culture where we so celebrate with food. food. Yes. Yes. And... <laughs> I mean, we can do that, but let's just make healthier choices when we do it. Or, you know, let's not have Thanksgiving dinner low and where your plate is low. I've had a picture, and the plate was loaded with cards and mm. stuff. So, you know, I think just changing our relationship with food and how we choose to celebrate. That's true. That is so true. I mean, because we quick to say where we eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's okay occasionally. Of course, especially occasionally. But that's but... different things because her is is fitting into clothes that she wouldn't have normally put uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. So or she or this year she said she celebrated with her photo shoot. Right. So you you know, your girl has a new job instead of taking her out to dinner, hey, let's have a photo shoot. You know, like you and Angela did that time. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But it is nothing. <laughs> oh my but goodness. But that's a, I think that's a good way of celebrating. 
celebrating, you know, let's say one of us, you or one of your girls, you know, I think oh, or, or, or go to a game or catch a concert uh-huh. or different things. Yeah. Different things. Just on there down to photo shoot. But you're right. New traditions should be formed and, and let's get outside of our comfort zone of mm-hmm. you know, food, consuming ourselves with food. Right. Let's go for a bike ride. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. See, because that's something active. It's fun. True. Yeah, so I think you just have to find new ways to celebrate that don't necessarily evolve around or revolve around food is what I think the shift that we need to make. And guess what? You know, to our listeners out there, we have another guest this evening. Another guest who I had the pleasure of, uh, whom I've had the pleasure of working with for the last three years, he has um, filmed my uh, book trailers. Really? Mm -hmm. And so he's another one who has gone through or is still experiencing his weight loss journey, and I've seen the different faces of him, and I'm like, wow, looking down at my stomach, looking back at Tom. <laughs> so when you started filming, so you've noticed the shifting Oh, oh yes, 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 my goodness, yes. He's done a J. He's another J. Wow. He's another uh-huh. J. I mean, Chauncey is doing a doggone thing. So we're excited. Kiera's going to introduce him in a few. We're going to take a short break. Yes. We're going to take a short break and um, so that we can, of course, continue to pay our bills, especially over this holiday season. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on Under the Weight, where we have joining us Atlanta filmmaker, Mr. Chauncey Jackson. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Good Grief Girl Show here on Survival Radio Network. When was the last time you felt satisfied with your career? When was the last time you were excited about your small business? If you have ever experienced any of these emotions, then you owe it to yourself to attend the Are You Climbing the Wrong Mountain Summit, October 18th and 19th, 2019 in New Orleans, Louisiana. This annual summit is in its fourth year of helping business professionals just like you gain clarity in their career field, increase productivity in their companies, and realize greater fulfillment in their life. Go to ClimbTheRightMountain.com and invest in your future today. Have you been recently discharged from your employer through no fault of your own? Or maybe you quit your job for good cause. If so, then you may be entitled to unemployment benefits. If you have been denied unemployment benefits, we can help. Give us a call today. As a prior administrative law judge, I am confident that I can assist you in collecting the unemployment benefits you rightfully deserve. Free initial consultation. Be sure to call Unemployment Appeal Consultants today at 850-228-3556. Proudly serving the Georgia, Florida, and Alabama area. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure My Coffee Shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. iDope, iDope, globally inspired vision stylewear, a fusion of classic heritage and contemporary sophistication, an essential part of your lifestyle and fashion expression, iDope, iDope, vision stylewear for the fashion forward and socially conscious, let's make this a dope world together, iDope, iDope, available online at iDope.com, that's E-Y-E-D-O-P-E, iDope.com. The S-R-N. that we've been having 
to take some moment at the end of this year and actually the end of the decade to have some moments of self-reflection and introspection. And, you know, I think just taking a hard look at ourselves and some of the decisions that we make and understanding why we make the decisions mm-hmm. that we make or mm-hmm. what is driving us in the direction that we are driving and to take a hard look to see if maybe we need to, one, either make different choices, if we need to maybe pivot to the right or the left a little bit, you know, just taking these moments to reflect on self. And a part of that is getting under the weight issues that many of us may be struggling with. Yes. Yes. So we're actually happy to have Mr. Chauncey Jackson joining us tonight. Chauncey is an Antiguan-born filmmaker who is based here in Atlanta. Um, he has been nominated for three awards for film editing. Yep. Wow, this is great. As as we um, said earlier, he has actually helped our co-host Shanae with her book trailers. Chauncey received the 2015 Georgia Entertainment Gala for Best Web Show, 2015 Paragon Film Festival for Best Independent Film, and in 2018, he received Content Creators of Atlanta for Best Web Series. This is great, Chauncey. And he has won his first award for Best Film at the 2018 Buried Alive Film Festival. So outside of video editing, Chauncey is actually active in the nonprofit organization, Steam Revolution, where he serves as the creative director and a dedicated volunteer. Yep, 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 yep. Good stuff, Chauncey. Chauncey, are you ready? Yay. (laughs) Boy, I'm ready. (laughs) Can you hear us, Chauncey? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yes. Hi. Welcome to the hey, show. Thank you so much for inviting me, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for accepting the invite. I mean, I, I, when we came up with this topic, I really thought of you, and we thought that it would be fitting to, you know, hear the the journey of a woman and one of uh, a male, you know, because we don't hear too many. I don't hear too many. Um, Stories or guys sharing their story with weight loss. I hear more so from women, right? You know, or even some of those because um, we we want to go a little further than or dig a little deeper. I'll say um, than just the weight, but more so what that weight represents. And I think for men and women, the representation is probably different. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an that's an interesting perspective for us to take on this show. And, Chauncey, that's why we're actually happy to have you. So thank you for joining us. So like I said, it's no problem at all. I really appreciate the invite. You know, I'm a fan of podcasting. So, and you know, like like Sinead said, um, you know, we've been working together for so long. So it was, it was such a pleasure to be on the show. Yes. Awesome. So go ahead and tell us about your journey, Chauncey, and how you got to this place of even – um, discovering that it was time to make some lifestyle changes? Well, the journey actually started back in 2017. Um, when I started my new job, I went to the doctor just for a random checkup just to see how my health is going. And uh, the doctor told me, you know, that, well, Mr. Jackson, you know, you um, have high blood pressure. And, you know, when you hear your doctor say you have high blood pressure, you kind of pause and kind of think, you know, the worst, mm-hmm. you know, and – for me, I just sat there just contemplating, you know, I mean, I know how I got to that point, but how do I, you know, refrain from or remove myself from being in the high, you know, have, having high blood pressure? So, mm-hmm. you know, the doctor told me to really just stop eating out, start cooking, and start trying to do some exercises. The, the, the little goes a long way. It's just like if you want to do some cardio, if you want to do we walk for 30 minutes. The small things go a long way. Um, so really what I did was I went to – I used to live in Atlanta downtown, so there's a park, and I used to go there like once in a while, sometimes every morning, and do like a, like a, maybe like a good 10 to 15-minute circuit. I uh, drank a lot of water. So um, for that month, I did that, and I did lose about 10 pounds, um, but I was still not at the weight goal that I wanted. Um, but before that, actually, uh, my trainer, who I'm with my trainer now – he was a, he's a good friend of mine, and the first person I thought of was him because I, I said I only could go so far doing it by myself. 
So I reached right. out to him. I said, hey, uh, I need your help. You know, I told him the doctor told me I have high blood pressure. And honestly, I'm, I'm just really tired of being fat. I'm tired mm-hmm. of not just being fat, but I'm tired of the just the way I look, how I feel, looking in the mirror. And, mm-hmm. you know, he told me, my trainer, Joshua Jackson, um, he said, well, Chance, uh, if you come to the gym, listen to me, do the meal plans, you will see the results. Now, when you hear something like that, you kind of kind of roll your eyes a little bit because when people say, when you know, especially some trainers, they say, okay, you do this, do this, do this, you'll get to that point. But it, it, it goes without saying, but it's like, how? But it's just to put in the work. So I remember I started my journey last year, February. February the 2nd was a Friday. And I will tell you right now that I wanted to quit the first day. I was like, I wanted to walk out the gym. I was like, I am done. I'm through. I hate it. My back hurts. My feet hurts. I'm done. Um, but I was just fed up. I was like, that first session I had, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I was like, get my money back. But he's like, no, nah, Chance, like, I'm not going to quit on you. I was like, but I want to quit. I'm tired. But he said, no, you're going to keep doing this. So and he also told me, too, he's like, well, Chance, you know, you came to me for a reason, so you have to dedicate yourself to this new lifestyle. It may be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It may be something out of your out of your normal schedule because you have to add not just working and sleeping and eating, but you have to also add this new venture or journey of working out regularly, like mm-hmm. three or four times a week. So for mm-hmm. me, I had to kind of suck it up and say, okay, he's right. Let me just suck it up. And guys, let me tell you something. The first three to six months was like hell on earth. And mm-hmm. I don't think people understand the transition because your body's not used to working out. Your body's like, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. Where's the junk food? What, why am I, mm-hmm. you know, what's the sweating going on? So impressing my body, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm working. I'm working at night. I work at night too. So I'm working at night. I'm trying to get as much sleep as possible, trying to balance everything out. So the first six months was tough for me. Um, and I can say, to be honest, that I think after the six month mark, I was walking, I was at work one night, and I was in a bathroom, and I, there's a big mirror in my bathroom, and my work bathroom is huge, and I walked past it, and I just paused, I went back and said, hold up, I was like, is that me? my legs looking, <laughs> yeah, right, I'm like, wait a minute, like, I have to, you know when you see yourself in the mirror, I like, hold up, you take a step back a little bit, I was like, is this me, Bye. I was like, something, oh, I, I look at my legs, see my, my thighs, my legs, I see mm-hmm. them got smaller. I'm like, hold up. I'm just sitting in the, I'm wasting, like, time looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, hold up. You know, these pose, you know. Right, like, right. Wait a minute. This, this, are these my legs? <laughs> so I think, and I, I, and I was kind of thinking about that time when my trainer told me six months prior that if you came to the gym, if you work out, do the meal plan, you see the changes, and he was absolutely correct. So mm-hmm. seeing that motivated me even more to push even further to keep going and um, I started out. I started out at 269 pounds. Now I'm like 221, 225-ish. Wow. And I've never been 225 since. I haven't been 220 since like maybe high school. Maybe I've been really? 220s. Wow. So That's for amazing. me, yeah, it, it was such a surreal journey, and I, I can't even I can't even fathom how much work that I put in. But it's not just me; it's just the trainer, and we have a teamwork together. We have a good friendship. But it's just it's a lot of work that was done, but it was necessary. And I, like I said, I can't go back. Wow, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. Yes, yes. That is Thank you. worth celebrating for sure. I love that you put that time frame of three to six months because I think it also gives us a marker where some of us give up before we make mm-hmm. it over the top because it's so hard. Mm-hmm. And it it literally feels like something that you just can't conquer. But not only that, the older we get, the slower the weight loss because mm-hmm. our metabolism. Yep. Yeah, you know, so it does take three to six months if you're doing it correctly, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm glad you gave that time frame. So how was that process for you mentally during those, especially that, that three to six month period? Um, mentally, I just had to prepare, you know, I had to prep myself for, okay, what I'm going to wear, but also what I'm going to eat too, because, you know, when you're working out, you get a little bit more hunger than you did before mm-hmm. even worked out at all. So your, metal- mm-hmm. your metabolism gets a little bit, a little bit higher. So you want to eat more. But you kind of can't. It's, 
how much I say this? It, I have to say there's a lot of prayer going into it too because mm-hmm. you're trying to see all the you see all the good food, especially in Atlanta. There's a lot of food to eat. There's a lot of restaurants. There's Postmates. There's there's Grubhub. There's uh, Uber Eats. You know, so there's plenty mm-hmm. of food at your disposal, but not all that mm-hmm. is good for you. So I have to prepare myself or mentally say, okay, this is not good for me. I, I can't mm-hmm. do this. I can't have a cheat day. I can't be cheating myself because I'm putting in this time to lose the weight for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I had to. I to, I really learned how to cook for myself um, and learn how to stay away from the starches. I had a lot of greens. I had not too many meats. I stayed away from the meats for the most part. I drank a lot mm-hmm. of water. Didn't really drink any sugary drinks. Um, I really was dedicated, to be honest. I, when I went out, it was kind of tough because, you know, when people are eating stuff that you like, you can't have that. You have to get a salad or something small. And there's also portion sizes, too. So when I worked out, I ate maybe every every two to three hours. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not big meals. It's really small meals. Um, one of those little, you know, the Tupperwares, those small Tupperwares. I don't know how much ounces you put in there. Mm-hmm. So I ate every maybe two to three hours. I drank a lot of water. Um, but thankfully, for what I do, I don't really sit down all day. I'm always on my feet. But I do also mm-hmm. get my rest. So mentally, I have to kind of prepare. Okay, what I'm going to eat for the week. Um, also, what I'm going to drink. How I'm going to sleep. So adding that, you have to make sure you get your rest too. So mentally, you have to have your own schedule workout schedule, also your own work schedule, your life schedule, so you have to balance everything out. So that's how I really prepare myself, just really being prepared for that week. Every Sunday, I just planned out one week for the eat for that week, and then the following week, I do the same thing. So it became repetitious. That's great. Um, Chauncey, did your weight loss prompt uh, any of your friends or family members to join you on your weight loss journey? Actually, yeah, it was a I never, I mean, I received so much support and love from not just my friends and family, but people I don't even know, especially on Instagram or mm-hmm. social media, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of wild, you know, just you not, I was going to say this, it was a, it was a life changing moment, especially for my mom, because especially my parents too, because I was always, I was always a chubby kid when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was growing up, um, you know, when I, I'll say this too. When I was a kid, I never liked summertime because I hated going to the pool because, you know, people in the shade, mm-hmm. I was really self-conscious about that. So I never went to the pool. I never went to birthday parties at the pool. I never did that because I was subconscious taking off my shirt, you know? So that was a thing that was bothering me for years since I was, mm-hmm. a, since I was uh-huh. a teenager to a young adult, even to me being my early thirties, it really affected me in a different way. So I just refrained from going to any pools because I didn't want to go to the, I didn't want to go swimming. This year was the first time in years that I was able to take up my shirt with confidence to go swimming without ever worrying about what I'm going to look, what people are going to say, you know. So it was a, it was a really it was a accomplishment of my own because I was I was subconscious about my body for those years, and you know speaking about my family, you know when my mom saw my transformation, she she almost cried because she didn't know who I was, even though she lived in the same like she still lives in Georgia and we see each other uh-huh. sometimes, but when she saw my final weight loss of losing almost 50 pounds, she almost cried because she was like, oh, my God, like, who is this? You know, my dad, he was like, I was like, wow, like, they were really supportive. And my, I, uh, last year went to Texas. Um, I have my brothers and sister-in-laws and all my other family there. And they were like, whoa, like, is this mm-hmm. Chauncey? They were really shocked. They were like, man, they were really supportive. Like, oh, my, like, they're, and I've seen me on social media. They're so proud of me to keep me uplifted. And also my friends, too, that's like, man, I see you um, running all the time. I see you working all the time. And, and it changes and changes their lives, too. Even my girlfriend, you know, and uh, she's really supportive. And now she's in the gym with me, too, because she saw how I dedicated a year and a half of my life to just changing how I eat. I sleep mm-hmm. better. Like, I used to snore bad. Like, because <laughs> one time, I'll tell you a joke. One time, um, my girlfriend stayed over, and she was like, babe. I was like, what? What I do? I was like, are you? I was like, you're snoring like a bear. Like, what's? Are you okay? <laughs> like, it was so bad. But now it's like I sleep like a, like a, a church mouse. You can't hear me. Uh-huh. So for her, I see a lot of changes in that. And now she's, you know, she's vegan. So she's she's in the gym now. I'm motivating her. We motivate each other. So I just I just wanted to be natural and authentic. I didn't do it to get likes or recognition. I did it because mm-hmm. I wanted to show people that, you know, me being a big guy. I can relate to people who were big or are big that can see the results that anybody can lose weight if they want to is the big if, right. if you want to, because you get fed up. I was just fed up. 
because when you fed no, up, you just fed up and you just say, I'm done. And I never look back. You know, of course, holiday season, you get a little, you, you know, holiday season food and everything like that. But honestly, I'm still the same weight that I start, I, 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 I am right now. But honestly, mm-hmm. it was just the mindset where it's like I was just fed up and I'm not going back. And I want to let my friends and family know that you can do this too, you know. And it, they are – I've never received so much love and support. Even my coworkers, they see me in my, my running pants at work and they see me in my <laughs> workout shirts and everything like that. So they make fun of me, right. but they know they're supportive. And it's like, they're like, dude, I saw you when I first came here. Then one of my coworkers like, dude, you're big. You're big. You're fat, bro. <laughs> but I'm proud of you. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting so a lot of love from my coworkers, family, friends. Let me ask you a question about comments like that, because I think a lot of times we don't, and I've, I've, I've seen stories of people who have experienced um, an extreme or, um, uh, I, I have to call it extreme amount of weight loss, that mm-hmm. that's when people tell them how fat they were. So it, it yeah. sometimes can seem like kind of a backhanded com- compliment. You know, so have you had those experiences where people are treating you differently? Or you told the story of, you know, where now you're able to take off your shirt when you mm-hmm. go to the pool or the beach. And I think it it kind of makes you seen, whereas before people literally did not see you because mm-hmm. you stayed covered up or you stayed, you know, kind of sheltered or in the corner. You you didn't want to be seen. So are you having those experiences now where people are actually treating you differently? Not really. They treat me the same there. I mean, of course, you have to joke with that, but it really doesn't offend me. Um, but really, it mm-hmm. was more of just how they ask for information on how to do it. And mm-hmm. it, it was more about the – it's more about them um, with the – inquiry of like, okay, how do I do this? How do I do this? So I was like, okay, well, you know, what do you eat? You know, what do you drink? You know, do you mm-hmm. eat a lot of bread? Do you do this? And also it's dependent on your, of course, your metabolism, also your blood type, and also go talk to your doctor first. So I try to give as much information as possible for people who want to know about it. So I get it on a regular mm-hmm. basis, even at work or even, you know, one of my film sets with some of the actors I work with, they compliment me and say, man, like you look great. Even this past um, weekend, I was shooting my um, TV pilot and when my actor's like, dude, like, you're looking so great, man. I'm so proud of you. Like, how'd you do it? You know, so I tell them. So even if they mention how I used to be big, I, I, it's just more of the information they want more than just – it's just really they want to know more because they see me. They see me working out. They see me being dedicated. They see me not falling off. They see me, you know, just – enjoying the process yes it's hard but i'm used to it now you know over a year and a half so so it's just it's just i'm used to it now it's part of my life now i can't go back right. now. i really well, can't lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. yeah that it's is a really big lifestyle change for sure awesome well we're going to take a quick break and when we come back john we want to talk about how some of your relationships may have changed including your relationship with food i want to discuss that real briefly so okay. we're going to take this quick break to um, get some commercials in, and when we return, we'll have, we'll continue our discussion, getting under the way here on the Good Green Girl Show on Survival Radio Network. Stay tuned. If you're a content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joystick.com. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? 
Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. The SRN. Hey, we're back, and you're listening to the Good Grief Girl Show on Survival Radio Network. Before we went to break, we had a chance to listen to our guest for the evening, Chauncey Jackson, who has really enlightened us with his journey and the process and things of that nature. And he said something that I like before we went to break is to enjoy the process. Yes. Enjoy the journey. Yes. I think that uh, that can apply to any type of lifestyle change or decision that we make. A lot of times we're trying to get to the outcome and see the results, and we forget to actually enjoy the journey. And I believe with my heart that a lot of times the blessing is in the journey, Mm -hmm. not the outcome. Mm -hmm. And we're so focused on, you know, getting to the top or the promised land or whatever we think that ultimate Mm -hmm. goal is, and we forget all of the little blessings that we meet and greet and enjoy or we should enjoy along the way. You know, and, 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 and to get to where you are now, Chauncey, you have overcome challenge after challenge, obstacle after obstacle. You know, I think yep. you're, you're challenging yourself to meet the next goal, mm-hmm. you know, so kudos to you. And Chauncey, I want Thank I you like so much. to yeah. hear or, or see if we can get into the impact that it had on your relationship. In this case, um, you don't mind. Your relationship, you did speak of your relationship with your girlfriend. How did you have any issues even prior to that particular relationship? But the impact that weight has on your perception of yourself, did you have any of those changes as the weight began to fall off? Um, well, my girlfriend I have now, um, I think I remember when we were went on our first date back in 2017. Um, you know, I looked at the picture. I was like, okay, wow. This is before I started working out, or you know, before mm-hmm. I went to my trainer. I was like, okay, wow. We need to get in shape, you know. And of course, her schedule is way busier than mine at the time. So I I had to kind of lead by example because you know, relationship. You know, you know, in a relationship, I'm I'm you know, a minute they're the leader, so I have to lead by example. So for me, I couldn't just quit because you know she's watching you you know she's she's seeing how you're going to handle you know uh this type of challenge in your life especially working out so for me i had to kind of lead by example and show that it can be done so i remember um there's a time where on in the summertime from april to september my trainer does this thing called the hills atl where every saturday we go to piedmont park we run up a hill 10 times like sprint and just do it for 45 minutes straight you're right. <laughs> so, and he's been doing it for about five years now. So I've been doing it since then. But this year was a little, or last year, even this year was a little different. So, and it helped out. So it was like it's a free, it's free to the public. So it kind of helped me cut the weight even more, even though I worked out three times a week. And Saturday mornings, getting up, I was like, oh my god, I'm trying to rest. But I remember one day I didn't want to go at all. I didn't want to go because I was going consistently. I was like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. I was like, I don't want to go. Like, I was gritting my teeth. I was like, like, babe, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. She's like, babe, you've been doing so well. Don't quit on yourself now. Like, you've been doing so well. Like, you're almost at a point where you can really, like, stunt, you know? Like, so she's confident. She's pretty much (laughs) motivating me, but I did not want to go because of how grueling and brutal it is. Like, how, I don't think people understand how hard it is, but the fact is I have someone supporting me on that journey. I yeah, went yeah. and it was like, okay, I knocked it out. I got out the way and I felt great afterwards, you know? So if I hadn't mm-hmm. gone, I would have felt even worse because I'm committing myself already in my mind. It's like, Hey, every Saturday you do this, but if you didn't, and now if I didn't go, I would have felt even worse for not going. So for her to motivate me, even when helping me with meal prepping and everything like that, it really showed, it really showed how much she cared about me, not just my health, but also myself, because she knew that I had a goal to reach, 
and she know how important mm-hmm. it was for me to lose this weight. And now she's, you know, now she's lost 10 pounds working my trainer now. She, we're mm-hmm. eating healthier now together because as a relationship, you want to do things together, not alone, because it's not fair to just mm-hmm. one person. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine and fit, but the other ones is like you're leaving them on the dust. And I think that's not mm-hmm. fair. So for us, we have an understanding where we're both a team. We're both working out together. And we both know we have the same goal to reach. I think you brought up something that's important when it comes to supportive relationships, mm-hmm. and it's being able to share your goals. And I think a lot of times we're afraid to share with people what our goals are, and I think that helps you have someone that can help you remain accountable to, you know, those goals to say, yeah, you, and not not to guilt you into doing what right. you're supposed to do. Because I think there's a difference between being supportive and guilting someone into doing something. Mm-hmm. Where they throw it in your face, you know, when they see you eating a donut. I think a supportive person responds differently to you eating the donut versus, you know, nagging and I just don't think those types of relationships are supportive in the long run. Because they may make you feel and, bad or, you know, versus pushing me or motivating me to make smarter decisions. And that sounds like the type of support that you had, where you had someone who motivated you to actually reach your goals. And you know what? You made a good point, too, because the way that I persuaded my girlfriend to, you know, start working in the gym is because she literally told me, she's like, babe, I'm tired of being fat. I was like, word? is like, I'm retired. I was like, well, babe, mm-hmm. let's start doing this. So, it was not just a dictate, dictate, dictate. It was a more no. inform, support, 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 and show love in the in the process too. Because I want to make sure knowing that we know that we want to lose weight, but it's a way of saying it to somebody because no one wants to work out or do anything that they're persuaded in a negative way or they're manipulated or if you lose weight you'll get this. It's like that's it's not wow. the type of you can't bargain or take a, like, it doesn't work that way. Especially in a relationship, you have to show love and say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I understand you're fed up. Okay, this is how I did it. I'm going to show you how I did it this way, and I'm going to show you and tra- and guide you in the right direction where she's working with my trainer now, who I trust, and, you know, <laughs> I'm going to talk about her in a minute because she texts me in the morning, and she's like, I'm up, I'm about to go to this go workout, and I can tell she doesn't want to go, but she's losing the weight because she's dedicating mm-hmm. to herself the way that I did and it's still hard, but again, she's doing it because she knows that why she started. You know, because my trainer, yeah, he has two. He has two quotes. He says, you know, finish how you start and you don't quit. No matter how bad it is, how 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 much pain you think you're in, finish mm-hmm. how you start and don't quit. That's the full don't performance quit. slogan. That's awesome. I love that. When you when you look at your old pictures of your old body, that. <laughs> What what does that? What do you think? How do you feel about that guy? Is that a different guy, or are you the same? What do you think about him? When I look at, it's funny you said it because when I did lose the weight, I looked at old pictures. You know, Facebook give you the reminder sometimes. You know, and I see the picture, <laughs> and I, I'm the same. <laughs> Facebook would not let you forget who you used to be. Facebook is savage. Facebook doesn't care about your feelings. I was like, no, 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 I don't. (laughs) But it's funny because um, I'm the same. I have the same personality, but in a different body. If that makes any sense. The the guy that I saw years ago in those pictures, you know, he was the same. Like I said, he was the same person, but I think he was insecure and afraid to make that change that I did those two years ago. Um, I don't know what it was, maybe because of fear, but it, it, that guy, I just wish I would have talked to him, you know, if I went back in time and, you know, and talked to that person and said, hey, you can do it, you know, Chauncey, you know, you can make those changes if you want to. But I think that person was just a little bit lazy and afraid to make those changes, you know, and at a certain point of his life, he was doing a lot of transitioning and changes. But I think that I didn't want, I wanted to know that there was no excuse to make that small change. You know, the small change was saying you were fed up, and the big change was you transitioning to making that change for permanent decisions moving forward. So mm-hmm. that that guy, you know, that guy was a little bit afraid. You know, this guy that mm-hmm. you see now or talk to now, he's not afraid to step out and, like I said, take off his shirt in the summertime. He's not afraid to 
do things you normally wouldn't do, especially because of business too. And, you know, even some mentors like, you know, um, you know, your cousin Corey, who's my mentor, even your brother, um, Derek, they tell me all the time, like, man, Chauncey, you motivate me a lot, man. Like, dude, you know, so even the mentors I work with in Proof Steam Revolution, I'm changing relationships by just working with them and just showing them that it can be done. So mm-hmm. it's just really a lot of changes that was was necessary for me for the growth and to my life moving forward. I think this this journey for weight loss has a lot of parallels to grief and specifically healing. A lot of times mm-hmm. we don't want to let go of the grief because we're afraid of that change that actually comes after we've grieved or after we've had this period of mourning. Now we kind of have to settle into this new life. Without or this new normal, without whatever it is that we lost, be it a loved one, a relationship, you know, whatever it is that we lost or whatever this extreme change that we experience, a lot of times we're afraid of seeing what's on the other side of that. So let me just say where I am. Let me, because after a while, it becomes kind of comfortable. Although it may be painful, you can become mm-hmm. comfortable in your pain. And because it's it becomes familiar, now we want to rest in that place. So I think you brought up something very important about getting to the other side or not giving up because you want to experience what it is on the other side. In this case, by losing all of this weight, you now get to experience the joys of not carrying those extra pounds, mm-hmm. of not being being able to access certain spaces because if we're honest, you you can't sometimes forget how you look. Sometimes you can't physically do it. True. And people yeah. have this people place limitations on you, be them perceived or real. People place limitations on you because of your weight. Mm-hmm. And I think you you're it's affecting your business now because you may have previously experienced some of those limitations where they may have thought you could not physically handle something. Or it could be that now you just show up with more energy. And now you're having access to a lot of areas that you just didn't before. So I think I love that you brought up that point because there there are definitely parallels here when we talk about grief. And you know what? You, you make you, and those points were necessary too. And but also, I want to let people know too the the joy of getting to a weight where I'll tell you this. I remember when I was when I went to Texas, I went on like a Target T-shirt binge where I just bought like. <laughs> a bunch of large shirts from the rack and mm-hmm. and I just that was just a fun feeling because I never I haven't worn a large shirt since high school you know yeah. so for me it was like okay cool I could wear a large again it was like it, it didn't it wasn't tight on me it was like kind of loose so I was just mm-hmm. I bought like, I bought like eight or nine ten shirts that day and I just went on a binge just buying shirts and it's a good feeling it's one of those good feelings where it's like wow I worked hard it's not even wow. getting the prize. The prize of the prize is the joy of you being in happiness skin of the of the transition that you're in right now. Because mm-hmm. you were at a certain point where you were okay, you were like a two X. Now in a large, where it's like you're almost close to a medium. I'm almost close to a medium, y'all. So I don't want to get too mm-hmm. small, but yet again, mm-hmm. is that joy of feeling that wow, I can actually can mm-hmm. eat this and not gain too much weight like I used to, or I can buy mm-hmm. this shirt or this suit that I couldn't wear. Or I could fit in those pants that I couldn't wear, you know. So it was that good feeling where the prize is not physical, it's more of mental. That makes any sense. It's like when you wake yeah, up in the morning, yeah. it's like, wow, I actually can, oh, I have to worry about wearing this shirt that I used to be tight in. Now it's like so loose, it looks like a blouse on me, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can donate <laughs> to the Goodwill or something. So it was those, it was that good feeling where it's like, wow, you worked hard, you dedicated your time, you you're consistently doing it. You're making those changes where it comes to food and, you know, also um, water is concerned. Now you're able to see the the reward based on your mental, mentality where it's like, wow, I did it. No one else did it. No one persuaded you. You got up and you pushed no matter how hard it was, no matter how hard the workout was, how many squats you hate, how many burpees you hate. I know my mm-hmm. trainer's listening. I hate burpees, but I do them, but I trust my trainer, <laughs> you know, so the fact of the matter is, you know, when you have, when it goes, talks to grief, but also talks about the overcoming that grief is so mm-hmm. well worth it. And I'm a prime example yeah. of that. 
Yeah, I totally agree. That's why I think this was an important conversation to have because of a part, one of the goals of our show is to expose how grief shows up in other areas of our lives. And I don't, and we, we don't mean grief as far as how we deal with it. What we want to do is attack a lot of the other changes that we mm-hmm. experience in our lives with the same um, importance and the same effort that we put into when we've lost a loved one. So the same compassion you give your sister when her, I don't know, her her best friend passes away, give your sister that same grace when she loses a job or, in this case, mm-hmm. if she's on the journey to lose weight. As, you know, have that same love and compassion when we're dealing with our coworkers or our friends, right, and not say, well, it wasn't that serious or it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it was because it was something that was meaningful to me or something that I really want to do. In this case, even attempting to lose weight and failing, what happens when, you know, I give it a try and I do great? Because we've had those experiences where we're able to lose some weight and then life happens, something happens, and we fall, what we call, we fall off the wagon, and then we gain back not just the 20 pounds that we lost, but 10 more. So now what happens? Now I'm grieving because I, I got to experience a little bit of success, yeah. but how it didn't I, work out. How do I get back there? Right. So do we show that person the same grace and compassion that we give to someone who has actually lost, you know, a loved one? So that's kind of why we like to have these discussions so that we can shed light on the emotional impact of any type of change that we mm-hmm. experience. And you're totally correct because those conversations are very necessary because you never know whose life might be changing. You never know whose yeah. life might be affected because someone might be listening right now wanting to give up on their weight journey. And, mm-hmm. you know, you guys or just us in general having this conversation may change the perception. It's like, hey, you can do it. And I tell whoever listens to it, you can do it because I did it. I wanted yeah. to walk away from the gym. I wanted to go back to eating garbage. But I said to myself, the doctor told me, and I must get to my doctor in a minute. You know, the doctor told me I had blood pressure. Now I don't have it anymore. I went to the doctor the year afterwards, and she told me, she said, Chauncey, I am so proud of you because so many people come to me, and I give them information and tell them what to do, and they don't do it. But you actually came. You went and got a trainer. You are dedicating your life to this new lifestyle change. And I'm so proud of you. And I can't – she gave me a big hug because I did everything mm-hmm. she told me to do. So that's yeah. a big, big deal, you know, for especially a doctor to say that. You know, people come in there and say, okay, doctor, cool, but they don't do it. But when you come in a year later and you're smaller than you were, mm-hmm. like she gave me a big hug. So uh, anybody who's listening right now who is maybe trying to want to give up, don't give up. It's so worth it getting to the point where you can mm-hmm. enjoy working out, enjoy the lifestyle change, enjoy eating the necessary foods that you need to eat to can remain healthy. So trust me, it is so, so worth it. I'm a prime example of that. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. that yeah. I'm, so, I'm so proud of you as well. And and I need to get back on the wagon. I have fallen off, trampled, been 10 feet upon, <laughs> been rolled upon, been rolled, <laughs> been rolled back up here. <laughs> so I, need to get, I need to get back on the wagon. I do. I do because I miss, I miss that where I was. I do. I felt good. And I, I got to get back on it and stick with it. So that my, my main thing is consistency, stick with it. So I really appreciate you sharing your story, Jay sharing her story. And it's just, you know, you're just a testament that consistency works. Changing your mindset works. Mm-hmm. It's all about you and how you view where you want to be. Yes, and I, I 100%. love it. Definitely where he's spoken about. Um, enjoying the journey, mm-hmm. and I think realizing that it's an actual journey, mm-hmm. that you there's no, you know, quick formula, there is no, you, you wake up tomorrow and you'll have it right. There isn't even a straight line to achieving those goals. You'll, you may have a bad day. Like you said, some days you just don't feel like it. I think I start every weight loss journey believing that I'm going to feel like it every day. So I, so that actually helps me because I don't think I've felt comfortable 
realizing or understanding that I just won't, some days I just won't feel like it, oh, but, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe today you fell off, but don't let one day turn into six months. Mm-hmm. So, this, you know, today you fell off, tomorrow pick up and go back to the gym. So I think giving yourself that grace to understand that you're actually on a journey that, you know, this is definitely a lifestyle change. This is what you'll want to do for the rest of your life and not something that you're just doing this week. And you're in control of your journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're in control of your journey. You decide how far you want to go. You set your own goals. You, you're you in control. You know, you. And, Chauncey, you actually alluded to that a few times. Every time you, you stated how you feel or understanding that you did this, that no one did it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, they can call you 10 times a day, mm-hmm. send you 50 reminders. You still have to be the one to get up and actually do the work. That's and you so found true. pride in that fact that I did this. So I think yep. that's important. That's important. 100%. And it was, a good, it was a birthday present to myself last year to lose that weight. And uh, it was a big celebration. So it was one of those goals. And Every goal, every I do goals probably sporadically, but like I said, it's just the journey, like you guys said, it's the journey to that destination, that, that and that destination is health. Mm. Now, Chauncey, how do you celebrate accomplishments? What do you do to celebrate accomplishments? What type of things or activities do you do? Because we need someone to uh, get us out of brunch <laughs> and mimosas to celebrate. So go ahead. No, I'm not of it. What I do, what I what I do, to, what I do to celebrate any type of goal, I go out get some wings and a beer, and after that, just uh, go work out the next day. Honestly, so okay. I don't I don't take it too seriously because I'm a wing and beer guy. I love wings. That's my thing. But like I said, enjoy my wings, my beer, celebrate, get a little, uh, and then after that, go back to normal uh, scheduled programming. <laughs> so, do you have any indulges like sweets or? Honestly, to be honest, no. I've never been a chocolate type person yes i have it or sporadically but i'm not really a chocolate sweet person never really been so that's one thing i, I can't say oh good you know, i mean uh, you blessed in that area yeah you don't have a sweet tooth for joining us this evening i really appreciate it I really Thank appreciate it. Thank you so much, Janae. I really appreciate it. You know, like I said, I loved working with you on your Good Grief series, and it was really fun working through. I really appreciate it a lot, Janae. Thank you so much for you guys having me. Chelsea, before we get off the line, tell our, our listeners a little more about some of the projects that you worked on and how they can find you and follow you and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Chauncey, that's C-H-A-U-N-C-C-E-E. Um, I'm actually currently working on a TV pilot called Safe Space. It's about my life when I used to work um, at a CNN and I transitioned to a call center. So that's in the works right now. And um, I'm also, I'm always writing a lot of projects. I'm always writing, thinking, producing, editing. Mm-hmm. I have my own podcast called One More Chance. So I'll definitely be reposting this interview on that platform and I'll be getting back to interviews in 2020. So I'm preparing myself. I have a, my own crew now, which is building, which is great. Uh, I have a 10 person crew, uh, Chainlink Media. So I'm working with them now. Um, so I'm staying busy, guys. So it's not, this 2020 is just the beginning. It's continuing on good. after that. Well, go ahead with your new body, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This is great. Thank you so much for joining us. We have truly enjoyed having you as a guest. We love the insight that you were able to provide. We thank you. We wish you the best in all your endeavors. And I'm sure you'll see us around in these filmmaking streets again. Yes. 100%. (laughs) I really appreciate it. And the pleasure is all mine. And let me know if you need me on another conversation. I'll definitely come and um, talk about any type of topic. I really appreciate the invite tonight, ladies. I really appreciate it. You sure will. Show. We want everyone to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at goodgrief underscore girl. Our Facebook group is goodgriefgirl. And please subscribe to our Good Grief Girl YouTube channel. And as we go into what is officially Christmas holiday, oh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. You know <laughs> 
So we will actually be on holiday hiatus the next two weeks. However, we do want you to tune in to our replay show on next week and the following week for um, New Year's weekend. Mm -hmm. But um, so we come back, we'll have some new shows for you guys. This has been a great learning experience for us. So we ask that you continue to bear with us as we learn the process of podcasting and live radio and talking with guests and all this good stuff. We're going to start our video series next year. That's on our 2020 vision, man, because we've been recording. However, we do not share our videos, and that's because we need staff. We need an intern or someone to help us. But um, we're going to work on that for Good Grief Girl 2020. So we thank you guys for sharing this beginning with us. Yes. We have enjoyed it. We hope to see you next week on Good Grief Girl Show here on Survival Radio Network. 8.30 p.m. Woo! Good night. Good night. Let it go. Let it go.